Hello, and welcome to this week's show of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are going to bring you a very entertaining show today about cholesterol. Doesn't we, that sound like fun? We hope. <laughs> Is it your friend or your enemy? And honestly, um, we were going to do one on hormones, which we'll, we'll probably get to in a week or so. But there there have been just a numerous amount of questions coming out about cholesterol this week. So we thought we'll just do the whole show on it. And uh, Tara, I think, was one of the ones that had asked us to do it. And then uh, we've got a, a really long list of people's questions. So I guess, you know, everybody is getting diagnosed with um, cholesterol issues, uh, according to a lot of the research. It's um, very much up in drug prescriptions for a statin. And there are people out there that just are concerned about taking a statin and don't really know whether their cholesterol is too high or if there's something natural they could do about it. And we're going to help get through the myths and give you some hope and give you some education about what you can look for instead of possibly just drugging yourself with the cholesterol medication. You know, sometimes they are necessary if you have a genetic problem. Um, but, you know, back in 1988 through 94, only 2% of people were on a cholesterol-lowering medication. And then in 2011 to 2014, 14% were put on a medication. And now 49.2% of people over the age of 65 through 2018 are on a cholesterol-lowering medication. So there's something going on here that we're being inundated with a statin drug. So, Dr. Lewis, can you tell us what's happening? Can you give us some hope? Can you give us some alternatives and uh, answer all these people's burning questions today? You know, I have way too many notes to do this show. So, you know, uh, excuse me. You know, Anybody that's talked to me knows that I talk very, very slowly, methodically in my thinking. So if I get a little bit fast, you know, forgive me. Because I do have a lot to say. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a chiropractor. I don't mess with medical you know, decisions. But people come in and say, can I get off my statin drug? I said, that's between you and the MD that prescribed it. But here's the facts, and here's the things that you need to read. Here's the things that you need to consider. And then you discuss it with the person that prescribed it for you. So I don't, I don't interfere with what other doctors do. Um, there, there's... Again, there's so many different opinions about what your cholesterol levels should be. I have my own opinions, and and you can go read research that says anything you want it to read. You know, there's research that says people that have it at 400 are the ones that live into their 90s in a healthy manner. And it's like, well, mine usually runs about 300. Do I worry about it? Of course not. There's too many other factors. So I'm going to get into it. So here we go. Um, I'm going to start with some stuff that's a little more technical i'm gonna try to dumb it down for my for me more than anything um one of one of the things is and it's kind of a a lie about the fats being bad and that was promoted by the sugar industry and that's many decades ago it's really the excessive use of trans hydrogenated or hydrogenated fatty acids you know think uh soy soybean oil, corn oil, etc. That can worsen the plaque formation once the endothelial inflammation has started. Now, it's the inside of your arterial walls. So 
cholesterol's not really your enemy. What about the inflammation? How can you measure it? And what can you do about it? Well, there's a lot you can do about it. There's really nothing wrong with uh, monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats. And there's a lot of research that says saturated animal fats are not bad. And there's a research that says it is. So you have to decide what's best. And it does make a difference to, you know, for as clean keto versus dirty keto. I think that's uh, one of our questions. So you, if your cholesterol is oxidized, that's what creates plaque. It becomes more sticky, especially in people that lack B-complex. People say, but I'm taking a vitamin. It's, well, it doesn't mean it's a good one. Uh, actually, B vitamin deficiency is incredibly common in America. There's something called homocysteine. That contributes to the stickiness. It contributes to the leakiness of the vessels. And that's something that we can measure. Sometimes we do. And there are certain things that you can take to lower it. I keep mine at about a 7, which is 7 or 8 and below. Janet's is about a 1, so she's less inflamed than me. I think that's the blessing of living with me. Um, LDL. That's one comment. You bet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, <laughs> LDL is not uh, oxidized as bad if you refrain from animal fats, and I'm a big proponent of animal fats, so it's better to get the clean animals, uh, pasture-raised, organic when you can. That is much, much better. And let's see, Journal of Science said how the demonizing of cholesterol took place so you might want to look that up i think it's 2001 if i remember correctly so journal of science uh demonizing of cholesterol uh it goes back into the sugar industry they sugar industry spends about 33 billion dollars a year on advertising that's scary uh, so then Americans, because of this false advertising, went from the frying pan to the fire, which meant fats, bad fats, into processed foods. You know what we got after that? We got an explosion of obesity, diabetes, and very little, if any, changes in the rates of heart disease. And you know who won that fight? Pharmaceutical companies selling statin drugs. And one of the things they never tell you when they give you these statin drugs is that they deplete uh, CoQ10 from your heart. Isn't that correct? Yeah, and you know what? If you have low CoQ10, you can't be happy because it has a lot to do with your brain. And cholesterol, actually, if you don't have enough of it, it helps produce membranes and hormones, including the sex hormones, testosterone. You know, all men want to hear that. It's like their cholesterol is going to go high just because now they're going to know their statins are killing their testosterone. And and, and there's a lot more that goes to that, too. And progesterone and estrogen. And it helps make bile acids that help you digest fat. And it is also very important for the production of vitamin D. So do you think that perhaps our vitamin D levels are lower now because of so many people being on statins? It's hmm. it's a big contributor to that. And, and, you know, I'm going to repeat some of that because I've got all sorts of notes over here. So if I repeat it, please forgive me. Um, 
I think low cholesterol is a big problem. I think if it goes under 160, there is an issue. And people say, well, that's good. Well, it can be something as simple as you're full of uh, chemicals and heavy metals. And that's causing that, which I think I'm going to get into that because of uh, one question from Penny. Uh, Low cholesterol linked to depression, aggression, and cerebral hemorrhages. You need cholesterol to repair your brain. And I've told this story before. You know, we get... 50, 60-year-old men led in with their wife holding them by the arm, and they've got a little strange shuffle. And the man, you can see he's out of it, and they, you know, they'll talk about, well, I don't know, he lost his energy. I can't get him out of the recliner. And I said, and he lost his ability to get an erection. And then the man wakes up when you say that. And I said, you put him on statin drugs about three to six months before that. And and she'll say, how do you know? I said, because I've seen it a thousand times. And I'm not anti-statin drug. I'm not an MD. But it's like if you have to take it, say if you've got that family trait and cholesterol can't be cleared through your liver, and, and there are genetic tests for that. Talk to your MD about that. You know, if, it, if your cholesterol is four or 500, yeah, you probably need uh, statin drugs. But have your doctor check that. They're really nice people, and they're trying to do the right thing, and it helps if you are educated enough and help them through it. Um, I am definitely not anti-MD. They've saved my bacon uh, many, many times. Um, But low cholesterol actually contributes to the highest mortality. Uh, One of the things I'd like to say is people say, well, it's my genes. No, it's not. It's your diet. Good carbs, which is some fruits, vegetables, beans, legumes, they they can be good, not too many fruits. Bad carbs are cereals, white rice, pasta breads, cookies, pastries, snack foods, sodas, high fructose corn syrup, juice, yep, juice, and crackers. Since I've gone relatively gluten-free, I just, you know, you automatically cut out most of that stuff. Oh, my God, my guts quit hurting. It was that simple. Um, so, you know, there's there's things that you have to consider there. Now, let me tell you a story, a true story. There's this doctor that, of course, his wife comes in here. I don't think he's ever been here. We do the phone consultation, even though he's local. Really nice guy, about a year older than me, good-looking But he's losing his sex drive. He's losing his ability to think. And the type of doctor he is, you really need to be able to think. But he loves his statin drugs. And I I loaned one of my books to this guy's wife. And I put little posty notes and says his name on several of them. And I said, read this and then talk to your doctor. And then you and your doctor decide what to do. So here we go. Cholesterol causes, or cholesterol drugs cause miserable people. Low energy, doesn't feel content, no longer happy. Uh, Poisons the ability to make CoQ10, which you need to keep your brain happy, something I've already said. Uh, It can be uh, crucial to the transport of the vitamins. We talked about the B vitamins and folic acid, which can, you can have that 5-MTHF genetic SNP which many, many of us do. I know I do. Uh, Low cholesterol damages folic acid receptors, even if you don't have the 5-MTHF SNP. Uh, If you want to know if you have that, go on 23andMe. And yes, I know the government's going to have your DNA. They've got it anyway if they want it. 
Uh, let's and see. The, and that SNP tells you what, if you need a B12 or start specialized B12? Well, specialized, well, yeah, we only sell the good stuff, but it you have to have the uh, 5-MTHF, uh, what does it stand for? Methyl tetrahydrofolate. Form. Ooh, ooh, doesn't, that, doesn't that sound sexy? It does. Form. I got form. <clears throat> you have to have that to utilize B6, and then you have to have that to utilize B12, and it needs to be methylcobalamin, not cyanocobalamin. So if you're taking B12 over the counter, you better read the side of the bottle and see if it's the methylated form of it and the right form, right? Well, yeah, and I'm, I, I don't know that I'm getting old yet, but I'm getting less and less patient people come in and say, but I'm taking this. I said, well, if it's working, why are you here? Most supplements are like your crazy ex. They don't work. Quit justifying the crap you're doing. It's not working. Um, excuse me. Janet gave me the look there. Um, you know, you and Janet just mentioned this. You have to have cholesterol to help with the bile acids. And if you don't have that, guess what? You can't detoxify the chemicals and heavy metals that your body is full of. You can't escape that. You can read the research on that. People that have low liver enzymes, and I think lows about 14 and less. Uh, our health report says 10 or less. I think. 14 is plenty low enough then you lack the b vitamins if it goes high what happens is the body gets clogged up with the cholesterol which that just means uh, here's another factor nobody thinks of maybe you have high cholesterol because you don't have good digestive enzymes and that's real 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 common maybe you have high cholesterol because you have hypothyroidism which is most people they don't have the thyroid working good and i'm sorry if i'm coming off with a bad tone because i'm trying to rush through this now are you saying that would show maybe their ldls would be higher which is the bad cholesterol if their thyroid levels aren't right it's somewhat bad but it's not really super duper bad i think the reference ranges have gotten smaller so somebody can sell more statin drugs and i may be wrong about that you know it's just something to think about well if you're curious do the nmr it talks about the apolloprotein a b da 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 you know and that's got it breaks to do, it down. And that's got to do with particle size, correct? Yep. People that don't know what an NMR is, kind of, you might want to explain to them a little bit about. Um, I don't feel what, like I don't feel like explaining it to you. If you've got family history of heart disease or high blood pressure, just get the M- NMR because and, the particle size has got to do with whether the cholesterol is really a big issue for yes, you or not. Yes, it needs to be a higher particle size. I think it's above 21.5 um, and if it's smaller it's going to have a much more tendency to plaque, especially if you have higher homocysteine, higher fibrinogen, higher C-reactive protein or, or inflammation. So, And we we can check all that. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're wondering how you get that test he's talking about, it's one of our panels. It's uh, We have a cardiac profile panel. We also have a um, a uh, super panel that we prefer because it does show the thyroid and everything in there as well that he's talking about for cholesterol. Um, it And it's when you go through the health survey, you'll be uh, recommended the panel, but it's a super panel that includes that NMR, that extensive cholesterol testing, plus the homocysteine and some of the and other. fibrinogen and RBC magnesium, which is incredibly important in heart health. Right. So it so you're not having to guess at what it is or try to get your doctor to order it because it's probably super expensive to do that uh, testing. I think it's 400 and something dollars for all those tests from us. And I've 
and I want to say it's like 18 tests. So um, and your doctor may not do it just because you may not have insurance that's going to cover it. They're good people, but they do have constraints based on what insurance companies allow. Right. You know, and the other part of cholesterol, because we've got to get to these questions. I want to make sure we get them all answered. Um, the other part of cholesterol, are people supposed to be looking at just the total number or do triglycerides, them being higher? Are there certain vitamins or herbs or things that would help lower some of these things instead of, um, you know, because that's been the big question is what do you have that's a natural product? And yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that there's different parts to cholesterol and based on what's high on the cholesterol, not just your total number, kind of helps us know what products would be most beneficial for you, correct? Yeah. You, you, the first thing you need to do is just take our Omega Supreme, and it's absolutely incredible. It's the triglyceride form, which is the most absorbable. Uh, it's very clean. It's very uh, refined. And there are bad fish oils out there, folks. Uh, so it, this assists in triglyceride metabolism. It supports the heart, the joint, the skin, the brain, nerve function, it's all sustainably harvested, independently tested for mercury, pesticides, PCBs, all that kind of good stuff. And I'm a big fan of acetyl L-carnitine. I don't push it a lot. I talk about it a little bit. We have RYR Synergy. Let's get to each one of those so you can explain why you're doing the things you are. When you talk about fish oil, there's so many people say, oh, I'm on a great fish oil, kind of like probiotic. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but what makes that different than what you're, say, you're buying over the counter? Um, you know, I wanted you to talk a little bit about the ratios in it that that's what we're looking for on triglycerides. Oh, I love it when she reels me back in out of the rabbit hole. Uh, the EPAs... Um, well, the total is, I think, 1,100 milligrams of uh, marine fish oil, which is highly refined. The triglycerides, uh, which is good, this is the good type, is 650 milligrams. And you got 360 of the EPAs and 240 of the DHA. That's for one one capsule, correct? Yeah, and that's really, really strong. And I, I, I'm going to insert this without Janet's permission. Low cholesterol doubles your chance of death, uh, doubles your chance of stroke, uh, damages mental health, uh, with, it increases depression, suicide, and mania, but it also increases your risk of certain cancers. So be very ca- careful like cancers of the liver, the lung, the pancreas, and leukemia, plus cirrhosis and suicide. And, you know, that's from Neaton, N-E-A-T-O-N, uh, Cassidy, Boston, Engelberg. You know, there's a lot of research that supports that. Okay. Well, and that probably answered uh, Penny's first question. Penny wrote us with some cholesterol questions, and she asked for us to explain HDL, LDL, large versus small, and triglycerides. So uh, we got that part down. And then she wants to know, where did the lie that fat makes us fat? come from sugar industry hmm. which i kind of talked about that uh and then she says uh, how do i make my doctor i don't think you can make your doctor do anything uh, and life insurance and health insurance believe that the cholesterol numbers don't tell the whole story you you can it's like some other things that circulate in america today there's so many lies being told so long and so loud people begin to believe them 
what you do, you buy your doctor books. You know, my favorite one's the cholesterol hoax, just because it's full of the research. There's one called the great cholesterol myth, I think. Let's see. Uh, Yeah, great cholesterol myth. Uh, there's a cholesterol lie, cholesterol clarity. Buy your doctor a book. And, folks, I've, I've had all kinds of patients buy me books, and it's like, okay, I read it. Uh, sometimes I learn a lot, and sometimes, you know, you're focusing, and you're like one of them, he's, he's just hell-bent. He's full of mercury. It's like, well, what about the other 80,000 pollutants? But anyway, yeah, cholesterol, I think, and, and most people just concede optimal range 150 to 220. I don't believe that. But uh, some people concede that. For, for example, let's go back to triglycerides. It, it, it's uh, endogenously comes from the liver. And that's why at night it's best to take this bergamot because that helps the liver clean up not just triglycerides but all the other parts of cholesterol. So when cholesterol goes high, just assume you have a bad diet. It can be other things, but it's usually too much insulin. That's why we test insulin on our on our lab. Uh, insulin resistance. Uh, it can be early fatty liver. Uh, insulin resistance, it can mean plaquing of the arteries has already occurred. It can mean increased cardiovascular issues. Um, can mean too much fat bad fat in your diet but it's usually thyroid and gut and liver function and speaking of you know we always speak about fish oil there's a product we don't mention very often there's actually a couple of products we um, don't mention very often but one we're really excited about that we have now called metabalance and i don't I don't know that you guys have heard us talk about this and what metabalance is. He's talking about triglycerides. It's a soluble fiber and uh, it has something in it that is a patented FBCX. And FBCX has been researched for over a decade. It shows that metabalance will assist in supporting healthy cholesterol and triglycerides and helps to maintain triglycerides after meals. While typical dietary fiber sequester dietary fat in approximate one-to-one ratio, this FBCX has demonstrated an impressive fat-complexing capability of 1.9. The fat actually will pass through the digestive tract without being absorbed and is metabolized and eliminated without unpleasant side effects. Especially if you're uh, taking in the bad fats, as in fried foods. Yeah, and that don't mean, you know, go out and, you know, get this bottle of stuff and then start eating poorly because it's going to start pulling all this. Right. Um, it just will help you get your triglyceride levels down, and they and you're supposed to be doing two of them uh, with, a, with a meal. And it does work. We've seen it on lab. I've seen people, their cholesterol goes from 500 down to 400. The next test is down to 300. The next test... You know, it can go down. So just because it's high and I don't worry about it, I look at what may cause it to be high. And the other part of that, people go, well, is it going to pull out my good fat? And it has not been shown to interfere with the beneficial fats. Uh, But it should be taken away from your other vitamins like A, D, E, and K. And any kind of um, fat-soluble nutrients such as CoQ10 or fish oil, I just wouldn't take it at the same time. Like maybe take 
the meta balance in the middle of your meal. And but that, that fish oil tastes good. I can take it out of the spoon, the liquid. It does yeah. not taste like fish. It's great. Yeah, that our granddaughter takes that, and she's seven, and, and, and we'll take a liquid fish oil that's saying a whole lot. And, Dr. Lewis, could you tell us about the other one that we don't really hear a lot about, which is bergamot? The bergamot is a weird uh, citrus fruit. looks like a lime with acne. It, it comes out of Italy. And it, I don't know, I, I take a couple at night because that's when most of the cholesterol is made. Um, the liver's doing its best, and it helps with insulin resistance. It's a super-duper antioxidant. I've seen it lower people's cholesterol, you know, 100 points easy, but more importantly, it lowers the triglycerides, lowers the LDLs, raises the HDLs. And, and again, I'm not a big worrier about cholesterol. I go look at what is causing the cholesterol imbalance and the improper ratios like your diet, like liver function, and thyroid, thyroid, thyroid. You always have to think about thyroid, and I've got all kinds of notes about that. We're not going to get around to, obviously. but uh, And then the other one that we have, um, even for people that have the genetic problem um, and can't get the, the uh, bad cholesterol out, it's uh, niacin. And a lot of you know about niacin. A lot of you are scared of niacin because it makes you flush. The niacin that we have, uh, it says niacin SR. It's a sustained release, so it does not do the flushing. Um, I personally take that. I've had no issues with that niacin because I can't stand that flushing feeling either. But that's a big help with <laughs> cholesterol as well. I don't that's know what a, he's laughing about, but it's got to be great. But that's the name of a good song. You've lost that flushing feeling. <laughs> okay. uh, and, and, yeah, instead of 60 in the bottle, it has 100. So just one a day will last you a long time. I've taken it, and I'm not a big fan of nice, and it does not make me flush. So I'm good with it. And uh, then um, and then we also have, you know, people that are taking red yeast rice, Red yeast rice can actually act like a statin as well, correct? Yeah, it has a natural statin in it, and you know, there's FDA's involved in that, so you know, it's it, it's it's safe. But uh, and and on red yeast rice, does it not? Can it deplete your CoQ10? Yes, but to a much, much, much smaller degree, and ours has enough CoQ10 in it to help. Yeah, so you want to make sure that you have a, a red yeast rice that has the active statin in it because a lot of them don't and don't most, work. Most of them don't. <laughs> yeah, most don't. And then um, ours actually has CoQ10 with it, so it actually is putting the CoQ10 back and not depleting it from you. Right. And then Kelly had a question about um, that. How does, how does one increase their LDLs, which I was interested to hear this answer because I always thought you wanted your LDLs to be lower. Well, it's because we posted um, an article, and it talked about that. You don't necessarily want to work about it. And, and I'm kind of in a mood right now, which you, if you've listened to me, you know I get in these moods, and Janet gives me stuff to make me nicer. Uh, there's so many people now hitting me with questions. Well, what about this, and what about this? And da, 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 da. Hey, listen, you're overthinking it. We can make a really good, educated uh assessment of what's going on what supplements you need to take to allow your body to help itself and don't overthink it folks just throw it in literally ask god to bless it if you focus on what's right what's pure you're going to get much much better results so i don't know kelly just throw in some fish oil and 
that lady's doing a wonderful job anyway. She's my cheerleader. And that brings me to another question that Brian had about fish oil supplements. He's wanting to know if they really are linked to better reproductive health in young men. I didn't know that question was coming. Uh-huh. That's what we love about uh, this. It catches him right off guard. Yeah, and, and yes, it's linked to better uh, sperm motility. Uh, but so is the acetyl L-carnitine. So is a good vitamin E. Most vitamin E's are not good. Uh, but yeah, it, it really does. And I uh, sometimes we get couples saying, well, I have infertility problems. I said, test the male. Most of the time, the males don't get tested. And many, many times it's low sperm count, poor motility. And you take two or three different supplements. And all of a sudden, he's got billions of swimmers in there. And they go and find the egg and fertilize See, he does know the answers to these things, even when he doesn't know they're coming. Uh, and Deborah wants to know what the best tool to use at home for measuring percentage of body fat is. And, and you know, I just, on, on the shooting straight, I just said, well, I don't overthink it. I just use the scale. But uh, you, you have body calipers. That's probably the easiest way to do that. Uh, there's things impedance there's bio impedance where it puts the little signal in and it throws it back i i think it's too much work personally but uh you can google it too and and all you have to do is measure different parts of your body and put it in and it'll calculate a formula it's like well when i get too fat for my 34 genes i just eat better and eat less but that's what i use as well i think when i can't get in my genes there's my my uh, fat measurer is like it's time to uh, do something different because they're not fitting like they used to. And I'm not making light of these questions. It's like, well, you know, I'm thinking, I don't know how many years I have left, probably about 30, but I want to make sure that I don't major on a minor. I'm really, really big on, hey, good, do it stress-free. Life is supposed to be fun. You don't overthink things. And Stephen has a tendency to do that. So I'm doing it less and less. So just chill out, throw it in, ask God to bless it. Know that your body's going to do the right thing. And for God's sake, find some way to be happy and, and encourage people. You know, Be nice to people. Go buy their coffee, uh, buy their lunch. Do, do something nice and see how good it makes you feel. That in and of itself will make you have a healthier body. That is really good. And with that... I believe that answers our questions for this show. And if you're ready to get healthy in this new year, go to greenwisdomhealth.com, fill out our health survey, get started. Please share our podcast with your friends. Please give us five-star reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts if you liked it. If you don't, don't say anything. But uh, if you do, we'd really appreciate that. We're trying to get out to more people. We're trying to help people have a life worth living. Again, we appreciate you listening to our show and keep sending those questions. We'll be here next time on the Green Wisdom Health Show. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope in your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.